I don't know. Ooh. Oh, Jesus, he came. Okay. Phrasing. Anyways, there was a, uh, a pot of reshaping flesh goo that Anila takes. Uh, that's my note there. I don't know what it was for. Uh, while we are traveling towards uh, Boar's Head, we are traveling uh, and traveling or whatever. We hear a groan of pain ahead. And there was another adventure that was getting uh, snatched up by some writhing vines with huge peppers hanging from a plant. Uh, so many mouths and human was being dragged in. Uh, it was a blind fire vine or whatever, which is fucking awful. But we save him, and uh, the guy introduced himself as Baxter. He's been here for a few months, um, and he told us some stuff about he was clearly looking for something in like the Elven City, but wasn't entirely trusting of us and wouldn't tell us what exactly he was looking for, so we couldn't help him. And because he was being kind of shifty and shady, we refused to... Re uh, share any of our information with him um all of which uh anila wasn't really paying attention because she was too busy trying to harvest peppers from the blind fire vine without getting eaten herself um <laughs> uh and then we continue on and there we come across another uh, large mound um with white rock and a natural spring um and there are is a huge pool with uh, brightly colored fish in um and because amethyst looked like she wanted some fish anila tried to help her get some fish and we uh met tilo the narid who is not quite as um welcoming as uh daphne but uh, she was um, plenty welcoming yeah, she was she was just kind of scary at first, but eventually she kind of calmed down and told us about like the leader of the uh, Nerids, uh, Merid named Natalia, um, who basically got fucked over by the elves, and all of the sirens and the Nerids got kind of uh, captured into like these portraits and are now being like forced to uh, because what's his face has gotten a hold of them, kind of forced to being part of his harem. Um, and uh, she's, uh, Tilo is working with Mar, Marguk, Marguk? Um, Mogok. Mogok, uh, rebuilding the edge sworn uh, and as part of like those ceremonies. Um, and is basically trying to, you know, get her people back. Uh, asks for our help and but gives us the warning not to break the frames of the Nyred pick portraits and to but to bring them to her so that she can free them safely because it can be a um herring and disconcerting experience and basically she doesn't want us getting hurt by her us <clears throat> or her sisters getting hurt by uh the trauma of mm -hmm. freedom basically uh basically kind of gave us the impression that they might hurt us and then we might hurt them in return. And she didn't want that. So uh, find the portraits. Don't break them. Pretty, pretty, please. And um, I think we ended uh, there as we like departed 
to continue on our way to uh, Borthead. Or were we resting there? I'm not even I, sure what time of day it is. Uh, I think we had lunch there. I think we had uh, lunch. Okay. I think it, uh, so. One or two things. There was the thing about the wax tree with the white, fuzzy white leaves covered in purple goo, yeah, and we okay. were meant, meant we were meant to gather some stuff for the ogres because they found that useful healing. Oh, okay. Okay. I misunderstood my own notes. Uh, helps us long. Uh, burning the lights and it also reshapes flesh to some degree so mm-hmm. you have a bottle or like we have several jars that if we see them we're meant to scrape into some. them and um, I suppose either okay. use or like keep for the ogres um, yeah the- that's what it was okay my notes were pots for purple flesh shaping fuzzy goo yep. anila take so I think it was Anila takes pots for. Yeah, <laughs> we can't. I kind so of talked to them if they wanted something nose. doing, yeah. and they would suggested that, and I was like, uh, Anila, you seem interested in gathering stuff. Yeah, I was so so jazzed about getting it down. I didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so thank you, Dan. Um, it was all like pot four, and. And then back. <laughs> I, gotta, we said... I gotta send. Sorry. Sorry. No, you go. I gotta. I was just going to say I need to send a picture so that you guys can see how Matt looks. Okay. And so, like, it makes sense why I was an idiot there. And then <laughs> Baxter, we say from that, like, vine carpet, the like, grasping mm-hmm. thing that was trying to pull things in and eat things. Um, mm-hmm. And he, like, worked for the... He doesn't work for the Martel company, but he was looking for something, and he had friends on the island, and they were... Possibly the people we read about. I can't entirely remember. Uh, and they were. So they like, were, betrayed him, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he used to work for some people. Yeah. Audrey, sorry, not Aubrey. He worked for um, some people that were mentioned in the book, yeah. but Jack. he he himself is not mentioned in it. I don't think. And he like didn't entirely want to tell us all the secrets or something, and he, yeah. they were searching for something. Um. And. He told us about like the chimes in the weird bathhouse, or mentioned yeah. them mm-hmm. again to the north side of stuff. And oh, he has like cool wrist crossbows. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think he like swings off into the jungle or something. Mm-hmm. Gravel hooks away. Hey, and then there was the water with Tila or uh, and she's a bit more business. And she like noticed the necklace from the ogres, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. And, like gets a bit mm-hmm. more chill. Um, and talks about dismantling the harem uh, for Svarku, the the guy that you forgot. And then she, I think the leader is me, like Metalia, Meltalia, rather than Natalia. Oh, okay. Not Natalia, it's Meltalia, and. She tells her the whole sad story about them, like going around and mm-hmm. singing, and then going to the elves, and then getting trapped in portraits mm-hmm. and big old paragraph, like a so- almost a solid page. Yeah, I was trying to re. I was recapping. Mm-hmm. No, I know, just so we remember, because it Mm-mm. might be useful. Uh, and she's kind of sad by all that, and I think wipes away some tears and stuff. Um, and they actually performed in this bathhouse that they we've been told is super weird um and then definitely the last place they performed maybe yes that was the place they were 
caught, I think, at this bathhouse because of the water in the occupant, like, you know, uh, space for people to watch, I guess. Um, and then she talks about Daphne and Solaria, um, which are the other... We mm-hmm. met one of them, but... You've met Daphne. Daphne. And then Solaria was, I think she's further south or something, which is the way that yeah, we're going. Yeah, they, they said she was further south, yeah. And there was also the thing that Tilia is less connected to the water now and can't travel through it or something like that. I'm vaguely yeah. remembering. She doesn't need to return to it, but she also yeah, can't she won't die without it. through it. Yeah. yeah. She's cut off, essentially. And yeah, she talks a bit more about the the portrait thing that you did about saving them and not releasing them there and then. And uh, basically, we ended with asking about Solaria and she's south. And uh, Tilo, what's mm-hmm. her name? Uh, mm-hmm. She hasn't been down there because she can't travel there or whatever. But I think she said that Daphne can. Or has, or like Solaria sometimes comes up, and that was basically where we ended. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, uh, you guys basically uh, that afternoon uh, begin heading uh, or continue heading uh, west towards Boar's Head, uh, getting close now. You can probably see like plumes of smoke in the sky, like coming up from uh, the the distant village and you know you'll be there by nightfall easily um you continue on for uh, an hour or two um for coming to yet another of uh the clearing uh the large uh or what was i trying to say hot spring islands many clearings uh this one containing a, a small hillock in the center Atop which stands a very dead tree. Uh, its branches, trunk, and like loads of the ground are covered in big loops of uh, that blind fire vine. Though, the is uh, that dead as well, or the vine is alive? Right. Just the, the tree itself is dead. Yeah. Try to like hack the vine off? Is that something we're thinking about doing? Wasn't you you could probably pretty easily on? just go around if you wanted. Does it like a, look like a burial mound? Oh. Uh, give me a... I guess, like, insight, maybe? Or <laughs> I, get my, I have to get my dice out. Didn't, didn't roll them in there. Strat game. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, I was ready to, though. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's 19 on the dice, plus some amount of insight. 7, 26. It doesn't look like a burial mount. Uh, you don't think this is man-made or uh, anything like that in any way? Though, definitely not entirely natural. Uh it doesn't look it doesn't look right. Uh, the vines seem to like writhe and move as though a bit more than the blind fire vines you saw before, and, and they have a certain like intelligence to the movement, like they're sort of gathering 
towards you guys a bit more. Um, but you said we could skirt around it? Yeah. Is the, how big is the mound in our way? Uh, like, like it's directly in front of you, but you know, if you skirt through the trees and avoid the clearing, then you know, like it's not blocking your way through the yeah. forest or the jungle. Um, but as you kind of take like how, a how long? Steps, hold on, how how long has it been since uh, the encounter with Baxter? Hour or two. We'll say okay. two. I still as have you, mage armor up. <laughs> as you take oh, no. a couple steps, um, you hear this like clunk, 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 uh, and the vines begin like moving uh, erratically, like pulling out from behind the tree, like all these bones, like knocking against each other, and the bones begin like forming up, uh, and the vines are like puppeting the bones into uh, what appears to be the shape of like a, the perfect shape of an ogre uh, skeleton, like complete. And it like stands in front of you like some macabre marionette, um, and you hear a voice kind of come from uh, the skull and the mouth like puppets, really disturbingly like open and close. Aha! Well, look at you all. Isn't this interesting? Ah. Uh -huh. It, it's like pacing the ogre back and forward, like moving the legs as though it were walking. Hello? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking it was more like the Darkest Dungeon narrator until this moment. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I'm on you. I'm like, that's a really good voice. And then you went, <laughs> it was like Snape. And I was all good. Uh -huh. No, yeah, you went, you went, you went all like <laughs> Doctor Evil. I'm, I'm kind of going for like a slightly more comedic version of the mouth of Sauron. <laughs> that was like mm -hmm. the aha to get myself into it. You know? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and uh, it will just say, uh, "What are you all?" Doing here. Walking. You're not talking to a like, weird skeleton thing. Moving on. Probably. She turns to the others. It like cocks its head to the side and stares at you, Amethyst. Like you can see like vines moving behind its eyes. It's just like completely still staring at Amethyst for far too long to be comfortable. How In far away time, is... you will know the tragic extent of my failings. <laughs> uh, is there a... <laughs> is it not blocking our path, yeah? It's not blocking your path. Okay, I'm just gonna keep walking, I'm just gonna ignore it. It, like, walks alongside you at the sort of locus of how far it's able to reach from the tree, like the vines. Uh, and so there's just this like ogre skeleton kind of walking along beside you, and it says, "Do you not want to hear what job I have for you? What quests I can request of you? I have much gold, many gems to pay." 
uh, so, I'm, so are you the vines or the the skeleton thing? Because I <laughs> I don't know where a vine and a skeleton thing are getting paid. I am neither. And you hear like clinking, and you see like vines coming up uh, behind it with like gems and gold coins uh, coming from behind the tree, and then like putting the gems in the hand of the skeleton, and then the skeleton like thrusts the gems forward. And it like drops one and a vine catches it and puts it back in the palm of the hand. Amethyst looks to the others. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but there's not exactly a thriving market where we could spend those coins and gems on the island. And we actually have pressing business. You expect to be here forever? No. <laughs> Then you will have use of coins and gems and lovely shiny things, no? It like whips round to you in a very unnatural way. Like its head twists and then its body follows. Like the wrong way. Let me way. have a look at one of those coins. It flip flicks one to you. Uh, does it look similar to the coins that we use back home? As in, would it be considered uh, legal tender? Or is it like a super old coin that would be out of circulation by this point? Well, it's it's made of pure gold, so... Oh, okay, so we value. can uh, we can make it work, okay. It's a doubloon, yeah. Uh, she, Amethyst puts it back, because she's, she's a woman of her word. Yeah, I find catches it, like, puts it in the ogre's mouth, and it pretends to bite it for a second, and then puts it back in a second. This is, like, barely the weirdest thing we've seen since we got here. That's really, actually a little harrowing. Wow. Well, she says to the others. I want to that was in character. Yeah. If you I, uh, don't by the were, oh, you are. You? It, does that, like, it does that like gold across the knuckles thing, but then there's like one of the knuckles accidentally gets like put into the roll and rolls around the other knuckles. And the vines have to like are, are you the tree? The vines? An animated skeleton? Why must you ask such boring questions? Come, we could be having wittier conversation. Because we like to know pretty who we're with. To, Yeah, I think it's pretty witty to know. I mean, I've seen a lot of really strange and interesting things on the island, but this is definitely the weirdest and the strangest. And I can't put you in my bag to study later, so it'd be useful if you could just tell me. Because you're the first p plant skeleton thing that we've come across that could talk, so you could just answer the questions for me and I wouldn't have to take you apart and put you in a, my bag. Well, perhaps, and it like kind of rolls uh, around so that it's like uh, kind of head like twists around to look at you, but it's like kind of leaning backwards the wrong way. Um, perhaps I will give it to you in the form of riddle, or at oh, least fuck. a problem for you to figure out. Oh, I'm you good see, at those. I'm, I'm none of the things you've mentioned, in fact. I'm not the plant, I'm not the bones, and I'm not the tree. What could I be, I wonder? You can hear, like, delight in its voice. It's, it's clearly, like, very excited to have someone to, to talk to and, I guess, mildly irritate. Hmm. Are you... I know that there are magics that allow people to control plants. 
You could be a ghost or a spirit. Oh, I could be. But am I? I don't know. Could you give me a hint? Hmm. I'll give you a hint if you agree to fetch me something. Amethyst's going to go over and kick the mound. Uh, I mean, that's really close to the vines. Are you sure you want to do that, Brawl? <laughs> the vines extend further than the mound. So you'd have to walk over the vines. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not going to do that. Then. But I thought about it. <laughs> well. It says, fetch me. And it, like, clinks its fingers on its chin as though it's thinking. The laugh of a newborn siren. Oh, yes. Jesus. I think that's a oh. good thing to ask. What equivalent? I mean, that would be very difficult to do since most of them are in paintings right now, so it'll be a while before there'll be any newborns. Those are nereids, not sirens. <laughs> oh, you are fun. Mm, Sorry, but I'm not going to... That would be slightly... In improbable or illogical thing to ask for because really I could go away and you know come back with a jar an empty jar and just say here I did it and give it to you and you know you wouldn't mm. have a way of proving it but you see if I do not believe you then you do not get paid but if you are able to convince me that you have somehow bottled the laugh of a newborn siren, well, then that is interesting to me and well worth any price I might pay. <laughs> but okay, if you feel you cannot do that, I will give you a different quest. How about a spool of red cotton thread? I've not seen many seamstresses on this island, she says to the others. Yeah, Anila turns around and looks to see if anyone is wearing some. Uh, or wearing red. <laughs> mm. Does that count as uh, an inanimate object no larger than three feet on one side? <laughs> Sure. Anila will like reach into her bag, um, you know, pretending to fish around and use a minor conjuration to produce a small spool of red thread. It gasps and hold a, holds out its hand. She'll uh, mage hand it over. It like takes it and throws it aside. Uh, and like one of the vines catches it. Drags it and says, Well, perhaps I will give you something nice and some info. And Nila looks at the other ones, at the others. I'm, I don't want to say what Amethyst is thinking. Because she doesn't want to... This thing seems to be very literal and very tricky, and she doesn't want to be fucked by saying, I really want you to shut up. I mean, if it has anything to help us, magical-wise, 
show we could take it. Yeah. Something magical then? Yeah. Something. But nothing that will hurt us. <laughs> I can tell this is not your first time. Um, or make us hurt anybody else. Well, unless we really wanted to hurt them. <laughs> that is quite a lot of. It's a very good thread. <laughs> he like kind of stares at you for a moment, thinking. Uh, and then he says, "Very well. Give you something very valuable." And you see something uh, moving. It looks like a flash of crystal. You see, like among the vines. And it kind of comes up into the bony hand and it holds it out. And it looks to be a, a six-inch crystal crab, crab claw. Crab claw. What does it do? It will regrow a lost body part. But only once. And then it will break. Will it? grow back at the same as it was before, or will it grow back as a crab? Grow back the same as before. Okay. That's... Things are weird here. I I had to make sure. I was I was totally with you, Anila. That was definitely going to be weird. <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose. And now you ask for a clue as well, and I am generous, so I will say this. I am possessing these vines and puppeting this Skeleton. The tree is a. Uh, well, it is something of. I suppose you could call it my home. I'm a being from different. Some say plane, some say dimension. Anila is silently nervous about the fact that she probably just made the made a deal with something that uh, otherworldly. And then don't says, worry, we know it's not a gnome. There. <laughs> we have paid both our sides of the deal and are both better for it, no? Would you care for another deal? I have many more treasures. Tell us your name and we'll get back to you. How about that? <laughs> oh, you are not going to get far asking for names. Oh, well. Take, win some, you lose some. Amethyst makes to, to, to leave. And if he stops him, he stops her. Won't stop you. Cool. She is rather boring. It kind of chuckles and... Clearly this thing's incredibly dangerous. Let's just keep moving. I agree. Yeah, that... We've got a, a long way to go, so... Not trying to be rude or anything, but we've got a lot of ground to cover. Oh. The skeleton seems unhappy. But I have so many interesting things to pay you. Yeah, we can't make a deal with someone who won't even give us the, 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 the courtesy of their name, sorry. But my name means a lot more to me than your names mean to you. It's a shame, isn't it? 
Mm. Yeah, we'll kind of whisper quietly to Amethyst, you don't ask creatures like that their name. It gives you power oh. over them. You don't think I know that? Well, I mean, the fact that you're insisting on it. Yeah, I thought you didn't know. And then Neela shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting to see if the thing is going to offer anything else. Yeah, uh, you see it like flashes lots of kind of weird uh, and interesting things. You see like uh, a large spear with a, a narwhal horn like as the blade. Uh, you see uh, like what appears to be like a small uh, round orb of water with a tree growing in it. Um, and uh, you uh, see as well like at this kind of exquisite uh, looking silver gown or, or like blue gown, sorry, with silver sequins. What's that dress? Ah, interested are you? This is a gown crafted by the Nerids. It lets you lets you display your temperament when in water. The sequins and the water will undulate in a way that matches your mood. If you're angry, it can rip up a tempest in the water. But if you're sad, the waters will be flat and low, and if you're happy, well, that can be fun. What do you want for it? Bring me the wings of a snail or the breath of a fish. See what I can do. How do I get in contact with you again? Why you come here? Easy. Amethyst looks Goodbye. to the eyes to see if there's anything up there that they want. The spear is gold. Just wanna clarify that. It's a fucking noise spear. I look to Naya. Yeah, there's nothing. I'm not making a deal with a devil tree. Not even for this dryad's egg? Holds up the, the uh, like, sphere of water. What do I want with an egg? To free the creature inside, I suppose. What would I have to give you for that? Like, kittens giggle, over tears. I will take single tooth. A tooth. Oh, oh that's, I gotta get that's a... You've got like a necklace of those. Yeah, these are kind of special, though. I gotta, oh, snake. I gotta get a snake to breathe, and she just gotta get a tooth. A fish's breath, thank you. That's what I, I said, don't care it? where it's from. Nope. 
Oh. Your own Next body I make. One of your friends? A fallen I... ally or a fallen enemy? I mean, I'm gonna make Rest a lot of bodies. Like... Oh, I don't doubt it. And perhaps this egg will give you some assistance in that. I'm just gonna get you a tooth. I get the egg. No strings attached. No fucking fiddles. About crabs farting at midnight. Why do crabs fart at midnight? I don't know. It's because they eat at midday and then the food, it goes through their system and then it comes out at midnight. Good answers all. And an interesting debate nonetheless. <laughs> Can I not interest you in gold or treasures? He looks around to the others. I don't trust you enough to push for any of that. But I want that dress. Come now. Have I done anything but be cordial and generous? I think you know why we don't trust you. I think it is because you are nervous about things you do not understand. And that is fine. But equally, I am far, far from the uh, things that want to do you harm on this island. And perhaps you will rue the day that you did not purchase my sphere. Dryad's whoa. egg. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna get you a tooth. I'm just not ripping <laughs> it out of my own head. Here. What? I get the egg. I get you a tooth. You don't care where it comes from. I'm not ripping it out of my own head. And I don't think any of these guys would let me take it from them. I'm saying sphere, not sphere. I don't know if that's well, I don't want. I don't want... No, I don't want the spear. I don't care about the spear. I got an axe. I want the egg. My spear is nicer than your axe. Yeah, uh, I kind of like the sounds heads make when you crack them open with this uh, axe, so not quite the same when you jab a guy with a spear. Very well, very well. It sounds a little disappointed, but you know, it, it got some some deals out of you. I will leave you to your business then. But return when you have a tooth for me, and I will pay you handsomely. And it like juggles the uh, egg a little bit. Sure thing, scaling bones. So none of you have like a tooth you want to like give up or? Mm. I still chew with all of mine. Do you okay. need like the ones all the way in the back? Do you need all of the ones way in the back? That's a good point. Mm. Fine, I'll take it off of a, a dead guy. That's the way to go. Oh, who knows? Maybe one of the ogres can give you one. 
I look forward to your return. And uh, the uh, skeleton will like skeleton fall apart and be dragged apart. by the vines back up uh, behind the tree. Fuck, do I get the breath of a fish? How the fuck am I gonna get a tooth? Tooth is far easier to come by. I mean, I'm just trying to commiserate. Oh, okay. Like, you gotta I'm, get I'm, the breath I'm... of a fish. Someone's gonna find a jar of crab farts. <clears throat> We really need to get away from here before, like, an hour is up. I mean, full disclosure, Liam, uh, mm -hmm. fish don't breathe, so. But I know, it's clearly a metaphorical thing. Like, the well, snails don't have wings, either. Yeah, it's more, he, he asked you for impossible stuff rather than, you know, he's just having fun. It's a case of, it's like uh, he described earlier where you have to convince him. Oh, yeah, wings of a snail. Hmm. What if we go, you know, fill a container of water and get a fish, and then maybe oh, that's a good idea. Here. And then, although, although given by what Anil has just said, I don't think he's going to be very pleased with us when we come back. Probably not, but I mean, it convinced him at the time, so maybe he'll be all right with it. Oh, yeah. That'll be the argument I make <laughs> if we come back. Oh, we're coming back. I don't want the dress. All right. Uh, but you guys continue on. Mm -hmm. um, finding, like, you come across a large, like, a, a really, really large pile of bones, ranging from, like, very old to much more recent. Um, but there's not really much going on with them, to be honest. Uh, they're just kind of there. Uh, this, like, massive pile of bones in the forest. Um, but you continue on uh, for another few hours until uh, you begin to see uh, the encampment up ahead. Um, it's like a 60-foot-high uh, outcrop of black basalt, uh, right where the tree line fades into like black sand beaches. Um, and then like you see several large huts kind of nestled up against the basalt. Uh, definitely like, uh, you know, it gives you definitely vibes of uh, Glavrock Village, but um, is a little, little smaller, a little, uh, yeah, a little uh, more quaint looking. Um, you see a deep trench like running from the clearing to the sea, and a number of like smaller basalt columns uh, along the beach and in the shallows. Um, the south side of the camp, like loads of the jungle, has been cut down. Uh, and there's like loads of stumps set uh, everywhere. Amethyst <clears throat> is keeping an eye open on the ground for a snail. Uh, yeah. You, you do not see a snail. Great. What about something dead with? Possibly teeth in it. Oh, you know what? You should have taken a skull out of the skeleton's head. Or maybe a rock that kind of looks like a tooth. Let's try and not trick the fake creature again, huh? 
Mm, Faye's being generous, I think. He said possess. So what I'm gonna I don't know much about your line stuff, I'm just gonna phase a nice catch all. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you guys arrive, um, looking out, uh, you don't see, uh, it doesn't seem like there's many ogres there at all. Uh, like, it seems like they're all a little, like, or, the, you know, you, you see maybe one or two, but you'd expect far more from the number of huts that you can see. That being said, you do see, like, on top of the kind of basalt columns are uh, several uh, ogres kind of keeping watch. And, like, they kind of grab their weapons uh, tightly when they see you uh, kind of coming near. Definitely, like, nervous. Again, all staring at Naya. It was Bath Morder, right? Was the That's the yeah, that's the ogress right. leader of this place, yeah. Hold hold my hands up. We come to see Bav Morder. Bav Morder Yeah. Uh one of them uh kind of like strides forward uh, uh and uh says, uh, like, brandishing a spear. says, who are you? Uh, we're stuck on the island. We, um, ran into the ogres from Glavrock village mm. and then went back to the village and talked to them a bit and they sent us on this way when Going south. It's all to show you the up. necklace, and then Amethyst points to Naya's necklace of of all good in the hood. Yeah. Uh, you uh see them like kind of see it like staring at the uh, uh necklace for a bit, and says, mm. "Very well." I'm not a spicy lizard. Like, stares at you for a bit uh, before nodding, uh, and leads uh, leads you both, or you both, all of you, uh, kind of deeper into the uh, into the village. Um, you see, uh, there's uh, a pretty uh, like specific. Uh, section of the huts uh, that he leads you to, uh, one of which uh, is kind of, uh, has this like small uh, like smoking uh, like plume kind of coming out of the top um, and uh, he says, in there that's where she is don't keep her waiting Go in, okay. I guess. Yeah, go in there. Okay. Um, so you guys uh, 
like step inside uh, or duck inside uh, and uh, find uh, what appears to be uh, a uh, pile of uh, like dreadlock hair uh, kind of facing back from you. Uh, but then you realize, uh, like once uh, it moves and turns around, that it is in fact uh, a ogre, uh, smaller and thinner. Uh, she, these dreadlocks are like silver, uh, and uh, like there are uh, many, many of them. Uh, and she uh, kind of turns to stare up at your like wizened face. She's maybe one of the oldest looking creatures you've ever seen. She appears like fucking ancient uh, and uh, is very uh, kind of grumpy looking, I guess. Uh, her eyes are like these kind of pale white, uh, blind looking eyes. Um, and she uh, kind of narrows them at you as though she can see you. And she says, What? Do you want? Off this island? That's the mango. Do Very that, well. I think. We're going to have. <laughs> All right. She, uh, like, kind of. Uh, Shift slightly to give you space around the fire. Where have you come from? Like in general or like recently? Cocks ahead to the side. They are different. I mean like before the island and like now. Yes. Like now we were like over in like... Uh, elsewhere? She stares at you, uh, looking not happy with that answer. It doesn't matter. I'm here. I'm stuck. You've been told... And to get off this island, we're going to have to uh, defeat Sfarku. And that's kind of what matters, right? Hmm. It is. It is one of our key goals. But, well, you have spoken with Glavrok. Yeah. Show him the necklace. Sorry, what? And he trusts you. And I said, show him the necklace. I mean, he sent us here, but yeah. And I kind of like thumb the necklace a little bit. Just like. I think it's kind of the enemy of my enemy kind of thing. She uh, kind of leans in uh, closer 
She says, mm. very well. Then we have much to discuss. You have come here because you wish to help us fight, Varku. This is correct. Yeah. Well, we kind of wind up on the island, but we came here specifically because we want to fight Svarku, yeah. Hmm. And what is it you plan to do after coming here? I think we were hoping that you would help give us some direction. And we gotta go to the Elven City, right? I'm just not. Yeah, that's on our le that's on our list of things, I think. Was it like weapons and things that might help us defeat Sparku? There yeah. are also many dangers. As dangerous as Sparku? Perhaps more dangerous in their own way. Well, we need to we probably don't have a chance of fighting him the way we are equipped now because he sort of came here without anything so we need to gather tools and items that will help us survive his fury or something so that we can get that crystal and destroy it Yes, the crystal must be destroyed. Or at least we... like, she seems hmm? to be computing uh, a lot of like other things in the background as she's talking to you. Like, you don't get the impression that her attention is like solely focused on you in this moment. Mm. And she says, "Is there like other people looking for him that can't get here?" Because of that crystal. So at the very least, if we can't fight him, we could do something about that crystal. And someone a lot stronger than us could come finish him off. Anila kind of chuckles. Yes. But there are many steps before the crystal can be destroyed. The first thing is that we must... Send Tvarku's tower, his volcano. And to do that, we need weapons, we need numbers, we need strength. That might be why we're going to the Elven City to Did get you, you some weapons. And did you say send his tower volcano? Ascend. 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 Okay. I was like, send it where? And I was like <laughs> waiting for her to finish. <clears throat> and then, we yeah, Anila will point at Orson, like, yeah, what he said. We sent to go to the Oven City because it had objects of power that could be used in your struggle. So really, ascending the tower is like step three or four, maybe? Easily. So, 
there are many things you must wish to know. Many things I wish to know. And if we can help one another with these things, then perhaps we will have a greater chance. But first, tell me this. You have not seen an obsidian giant? No. No. We saw a tree talking through a skeleton. Ah, yes, I know of this. But it is not an obsidian giant. No, no. it isn't. That is good. They must not know where I am. They must not know I am on this island. You understand? Uh, okay. They hunting you, I can't get I mean, when we, find one, we're not, when we find one, we're probably not going to do a whole lot of talking. You would do well to do a whole lot of running. But no, they are not hunting me. But if they knew who I am and what I was, the hunting would begin. Okay. So, don't talk to obsidian giants and run the other way. If we see one. Yes. Though, if you manage to defeat one, she kind of chuckles. I would like one as a mount. You can mold uh, well, obsidian, right? He, you can get out of it? If... Perhaps. How, how exactly are you going to turn an obsidian giant into a, a, a mount after we defeat it? Wouldn't it be dead? How could like it be a mount? Mounted on a wall, Anila. Oh, I thought you a were going to ride it like a horse. Oh. No, as a mount, which I will ride like a horse. Uh, uh, see? Um, Manila looks more confused. Well, I was like happy that she was right, but perplexed by the uh, the uh, science involved in <laughs> making that happen. Has given me power over the obsidian. Yes, we know. Oh, right. Okay. Well, then, surely it wouldn't be such a terrible thing if they, because. Um, if you, you can do that, that, then why are you afraid of one? You saying that you couldn't, like, you know, turn one into a mount that's still alive? Or is it, it just takes, rude? It takes a long time. It is a slow process. Oh. It's not something I can just do straight and you away. Can bring it back to life so you can giants. ride it? I can have control of it, yes. Well, if it takes a long time for you to move, if it takes you a long time to move it, then wouldn't it be a very poor mount if you have to, like, mold it every single time you wanted to move its legs? That is not what I am saying. You are a fool. Uh, I'm not speak again. And she points at you. But, uh... Anila, I don't think this is something that you can understand yet. Don't worry about it. She's... Wanting to do the impossible with a rock. No. If, do any of oh, you. Whoa. If we are able to take down an obsidian giant, we can take it back here and you can watch and see how she does it. Do any of you possess magical abilities? I dabble. Show me. Um, I cast 
Um, is there water in here? Yes. Uh, I cast shape water to make the water into like a a a, a whirlpool, mm. and then I make it back to normal again. I have a little bit of magic, but I'm not showing anyone. I don't want to freak them out. I do fun things like produce flame. Do it now. Or burning. Fine, and I'll produce flame. She doesn't seem uh, put out. She nods. Good. You. She turns to Orson. Yeah, I can do some things. And uh, he'll uh, basically like close his fist and like raise it up, and uh, a closed fist will raise up from the ground made of earth. She pokes it with a like a long kind of gnarled staff of obsidian that she has. Very good. You, fool, you have magic. And Neela crosses her arms over her chest, pouting a little bit. I did think so. She was told not to speak. Yeah, uh, above Mortis says, I did not think so. And we all have power. We all have some kind of elemental power. I don't know if it's something with why Farku took us here, but I... She shrugs. She doesn't really power. know if she wants to try and explain Genazi to this coin. <laughs> How do you feel about... Anila just uh, is kind of upset a little bit and just kind of goes into a corner, summons up her little beanbag chair and just like plops down in it and starts <laughs> doodling in her in her wizard book put out by the the old ogre lady that was mean to her. <laughs> It's just like, if the, horse, if the obsidian giant is dead, she can't turn it into another living creature. doesn't matter what kind of power she has. She's just kind of angrily scribbling in her journal. If it's dead, it's dead! She says, uh, how do you feel about killing? <laughs> killing what? A little, a little laugh there. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, since we've been put on this island, we've had to do a few things, but it's not normally how some of us operate. He looks yeah. towards Naya. Anila stops scribbling for a moment and looking like a bit wide-eyed. It's like, yeah, we've like fought things but they've been like plants and animals mm. and stuff so she's kind of contemplating that a little bit I prefer to do it only if I can get something else out of it or if I'm being I'm well I guess getting something else out of it would include my life I guess and I'm not going to hurt an innocent but uh, if you've got it coming no. yeah you got it coming she doesn't like spicy lizards Hell they no. were very nice to us. <laughs> and everywhere I go, everyone I asks if I'm a spicy lizard. I have two things that I wish to happen. I wish to free the Night Axe. And I wish revenge on the Ash Barons. These two things. They are my goals. The Ash Barons? Correct. 
Have we heard about the Ash Barons already, or are they in the book? They, 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 they've the been mentioned. Lord. I think yeah, they brought Svaku here or something, or he's working yeah. with them, or they're they're one of Svaku's bosses that he's kind of pretending yeah. doesn't exist and hiding from. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I I couldn't remember. I figured it was something uh, involving. I him. think I think I think you know this. I think it might be in the book. Either way, um, the Ash Barons are the people that created uh, the Night Axe Ogres, like you know, designed them and built them to be this slave oh. race. Yeah, I asked about she, them. She mm-hmm. wants she wants to basically have her evil creators dealt with. Mm. Yeah, that seems fair to me. <clears throat> so uh <laughs> understand they work with Svaku or give him some sort of power or something. But... Have you got a plan to take him down? Are they linked to these giants we've heard about walking around? No, I do not have a plan. But the planning is more Glavrok's side. He and I are two sides of the same coin. So we gotta go back to him to get a plan? No, you do not have to go back to him to get a plan. You have a plan. You are going to the Elven City. Okay. Gotcha. And after that, we're gonna kill these Ash guys? No. The Ash guys come after Svarku. They are not found on this island, let alone. Yeah, we need to smash the crystal first so they can get here so that the night axes the night axes can take them down. She said that perfectly. I didn't. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's yeah. like step seven or eight. That is the last step, yes. Svarku is the uh, first part. Like plant like part B of there is tube. an idea that we have had. There is an entrance to Ashfire Mine, where Svarku mines the red crystal. Now his salamanders do it, but before we did it. This is where we will enter, and we will kill the salamanders and the fuego nuts, and then we will ascend the volcano. Okay, after we get back from the Elven City with our new toys. Correct. Okay. So, I'm just going to ask. Elven? Sorry, Liam. No, and you go. I was just going to say, I, well, I was going to ask something that's probably going to lead to a lot of things. So, if you're going to probably be less. Okay. Um, so, when we were talking to Glavrock, he mentioned that. You had boats or something ready to leave? Or the wreckage is up? Thanks. This can be done. But perhaps after Sparko is killed. 
Lavrock about the same, that we should be ready to go when we get a chance. Hmm. That may be wise. She kind of strokes her. No, chin. I mean, we could go to the Elven City and everything, that's fine. That's all preparatory work, isn't it? But Before the assault. Yeah. Spots. This is a good plan. Good. Now, you are welcome to stay here and rest for a time. But I must uh, do my glances about my rituals. What kind of rituals, if you don't mind me asking? Rituals to Mogok. To continue his favor towards us. Do you mind if we stick around and watch? Very well. You may. She uh, gets to her feet. Uh, she's tiny for an ogre. Uh, like shorter than all of you. Because uh, she's so stooped. And kind of walks over um, and picks up a knife uh, uh, made of obsidian. Walks back over to the fire uh, and begins like carving or drawing like runes in the sort of uh, like, ground of the tent around the fire. Cuts off a lock of her hair, uh, like one of these big kind of sections of dreadlock, and throws it into the fire uh, and begins chanting under her breath. And you see, like, the fire turns black and, like, a thick black smoke begins pluming up. Um, and you see there's, like, little flickers of red um, and, like, kind of twisted faces, uh, like, in the smoke, kind of appearing and disappearing in swirls. Uh, they all look like sort of long-nosed, uh, foul-looking women uh, who, like, appear and disappear. Uh, and you hear, like, you get this faint impression of cackling and, you know, it's like... Uh, there's like a kind of coldness that runs down your spine. You shiver as she's doing this. Is Anila watching? Or is she grumpy? I mean, I assume she's watching. You can be you can be grumpy and watch. Mm -hmm. That's also a good point. Mm -hmm. She's uh, watching. I figured, this, I figured this would be a good uh, learning thing, so I wanted to make sure that you could see it. Is she still uh, doing stuff, or does that do we kind of get the sense of the rituals over? It take it takes like ten minutes. Okay. So anything you want to do during that time, you may. But if there's nothing, yeah. uh -huh. I'm just chilling, oh. watching. I'm just watching. Yeah. Uh, then uh, you all can head back out, um, and as you come out. Um, you see what appears to be like a big group of maybe 20, 30 ogres uh, returning, all like uh, covered in blood uh, and uh, like lots of them burned, some of them limping and looking sore. They're led by this like really tall, uh, powerful looking ogre, like massive, uh, even for the other like uh, edge sworn that you've seen, uh, kind of bald except for like a sort of knot on the very top of his head. Like, incredibly muscular um, and he's carrying uh, 
the heads of what appears to be three Foygonauts by the hair uh, and a huge like obsidian cutlass. And they're all kind of coming like uh, cheering and stuff back into the village. And you see like a few of the guards uh, that kind of point you out and talk to this guy and like some of the others. Uh, and they all kind of look at you and then like shrug and, and go about their business going to the tents. Successful raid. Did you say that to the, the leader or one of the others? Or? Um, yeah. Uh, if they're walking, if they're just walking past us, then yeah. Yeah, the the leader will nod to you. Successor raid. She says behind her to everyone else. I'm sure, there's a story behind it. Uh, the leader kind of shrugs, and one of the others, uh, like behind him, like points to his mouth and like sticks out his tongue and points to his tongue and shakes his head. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. um, how many and you got there? Uh, he's carrying three. Three. Three hit. I guess, I guess we'll have to do four in our next one. He stops and kind of looks you up and down. And then kind of like, you hear this like deep throaty chuckle like... <laughs> And he nods and kind of gives you like a, a, a clap on the shoulder a little bit. You can tell he's sort of like thinking, I like this one. Uh, <laughs> and walks past. I just lean he in. He seems like a nice fellow. Yeah. <laughs> I lean into now as I walk by, just like, glad he's on our side. Right. Well, that's not yeah. my head. He's carrying. Yeah. You see, uh, like one of the other ogres, uh, kind of walking behind this guy, um, kind of comes up and he says, uh, "I am the one who interprets." He points at this rock. He's uh, one of the leaders here. If you wish to speak with him. He can speak with you, but he does not like to talk much. I have an easy job. And overlaps. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes people talk too much. Sorok will like you. Do we have any reason to talk to him? She turns to the others. He will be leading the armies against Svarku. He will be someone you will need to talk with at some point. If it is true, you are the ones who wish to fight him. Oh, it's true. Yeah, we can just... We can just make introductions. We don't exactly have a plan yet. Besides, you know, go to the Elven City, come back. I would advise against this. If... Srock already knows who you are... Oh, that's he fine. will not see the need for... Pointless introductions. That is not the kind of man he is. Fair enough. I get that. Goodbye, oh. friends. If you wish to speak with someone, if you wish to speak with him, 
come to find me first. When the time's ready, we will. He nods. Gives you another pat on the shoulder, Naya. And uh, kind of walks past. And you guys are given like a, you know, a hut to, to sleep in and uh, enjoy a nice ogre feast. That evening. Uh, is there anything anyone would like to do that evening before you presumably set out the next day? Is there any water nearby? Yes, there's the sea. Cool. There's no like big. There's no like big rocks. Um, like the hot rocks like before. I can easily like go into the sea if I want to. Yeah, no, it's it's just a beach. You can go to the cool. in the sea. Amethyst is gonna do that, and she's gonna take a jar with her, and she's gonna scoop up some some water, because surely, do you know how many fish have breath in, breast in there? It's wild, isn't it? <laughs> breast. That's way more than just the. There's what? That's what? That's a Liamism. That's not. That's not anything I'm. <laughs> um. If any, oh. uh, does anyone come with her, or are they, are they just? I'll go oh. if you want. I'd get away from everyone else in the, yeah. the village and stuff. He'll he'll go down and yeah. make himself I'm something comfy to sit she, in or something. Before she goes in the water, she takes off most of her clothes, but she leaves on her her shirt and trousers, like all of her armor. Not armor. She doesn't wear armor. But like all the, the coat, because she has like a big trench coat thing, she takes that off, and then she turns and sees Orson and keeps most of everything else on, and <laughs> before going to retrieve the the fish breath. You also see um, there's uh, like a large kind of watery trench that runs through the center of the village like, mm. towards the sea, and at the end of this, uh, there is um, a. Uh, like small, uh, uh, like kind of round area where the water seems to be flowing out of it rather than into the sea, or, or rather than into it. Um, and uh, you see, like, in this water is like crystal clear, um, and you see, like, in inside it, like, uh, there's piles of red seaweed, uh. There's uh, what appears to be a ruined painting that's like partially burned, uh, with like this ornate frame that has a burning city painted on it, uh, and it's like got these kind of thick dirt walls all around this sort of small area. Do you think that is could that, be one of the? Is... Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was just going to ask: Is the painting in the water and like water damaged or not? Or it's underwater. And it's been burned, but it's not water damaged. Okay. I wonder if there's one of the nerds in there. As you look around, uh, you you do notice that there is one figure, like among Srock's crew, who came back, who uh, doesn't appear to be an ogre. Um, she's kind of she's a lot shorter, a lot skinnier, uh, wear but wearing like obsidian armor, carrying obsidian weapons. Uh, but her, like, the whole right side of her face and, like, down to her neck and beyond uh, all looks, like, really badly, like, covered in burn scars. And she's just, like, among the ogres as though she were mm-hmm. one, like, laughing and joking and sort of punching them and, you know, feasting. You thinking what I'm thinking? She, she's not made of water, right? <laughs> She looks similar to the other Nerids uh, that you've seen. 
Huh. So do we tell Tylo that one of them is already out? But Tilo? if Tilo, Tilo, that's okay. If the I mean, we can go talk to her down, yeah. yeah. The, the problem we'll figure is out it. whatever whatever Tilo said happens to them when the painting is damaged, <laughs> if they go insane or something like that. Maybe that's why she thinks she's an ogre because this is where she woke up what? and she was damaged, so she doesn't have any memory. But Tilo has a relationship with the ogres, right? She helps make the. Yeah, isn't this that's something mm. with the edge sworn? Couldn't this be the other one she talked about? The one that was yeah free. So Salaria or something? She was yeah. from the south. Not about that. Oh yeah, she, that's said, true too. she was in a pool yeah. in the south or something. Oh. But I don't. I mean, think not that, that it couldn't I mean, be her, but like it seems like she's happy here or calls it home. That, yeah. So it's either that it person or like I don't I don't think Tila would not know about this one. She was connected to this tribe in, mm -hmm. in making the yeah. edge one, like mm -hmm. you say, but I mean she looks like an Eret, so you should probably ask. Yeah, it's the same. Maybe we just ask her like what's up instead of just like assuming her story. That would be the polite thing to do. Yeah. Get you out. Exactly. See, look at me. I'm being polite. <laughs> well, you can go make introductions. You guys stride over um, to this burned Nirid, uh, and she looks up at you, uh, and you. She seems to have been like humming for a second before she uh, saw you, uh, and then uh, she like kind of blinks. And, oh, who are you? Uh, I'm. Yeah. You uh, know Tilo? You see her expression immediately, like her face falls. And she kind of like lets out a sigh. Yes, I know Tilo. Well, like bad blood between you guys? Let's just say that. They don't really consider me one of them anymore. And you are? I'm Neelan. Why does she think that? It's not just her. It's, it's all of them. She has this like really pained expression on her face. She says, "I was well. They think it's my fault. At least some of it. Why do they think it's your fault? I like were you I was not complicit, but when when we first I was the first of my kind to be released from the painting into Sfarku's 
care. She like chews the word very carefully. And I I woke up, freed some of my my sisters so that I didn't have to, to deal with it alone. Her voice is like racked with uh, emotion. And they're angry at you for that? They are, but I did what I had to. I don't Anila. care. Anila I... puts a hand on her shoulder. Kind of jumps slightly, but kind of looks up at you uh, a little gratefully. I just want to kill that bastard so badly. You and everyone else on this island. I'm going to be right there when the knife is put through his throat. I swear that much. You're going to erase Tilo and myself? I'll win. The ones that split his head open, huh? I don't know. I'm pretty fast. And efficient. Gives you like a, a sort of like smile that's mm -hmm. like kind of uh, it's like pained but she's like grateful that you're sort of trying to make her chuckle I guess. You're uh, You're happy here, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm happy. Does that seem pretty genuine? Yeah. That is a genuine actor. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you think she's gone over it, but it still hurts. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sometimes family can let you down, but if you're willing to find a crew who's able to accept you then family matters a bit less. And when you're able to um, make up for the mistakes that you made in the past, maybe the family will join your crew. If they don't, then there's no reason to Keep worrying about it. I certainly understand their anger, but I find it hard to call that a mistake. I can see that. It's a very complicated situation. Of course, absolutely. I don't envy your choice. It's not easy when you feel like you're alone. Especially going through that Thank alone. You.
That um, that means a lot. She says. You keep these guys out of trouble, all right? I'll do my best. You have the same uh, same problem as Tilo, not able to use the water like she does. Putting our shit in blast there. I I do need to return to it. Not like her. But... Well, I had a different side effect. And it tends to show her face a bit. Is that your pending in that? I'm going to say pond. It's not a pond, but that's what I'm going to call it. She nods. I'm surprised you haven't torn it up more. That wasn't me. Was it? Fuck you. That's how we yeah. Fire. Who was the first of your sisters you woke up? Freed. Solari. Said. If you want to like you and help you. Not. I'm sorry. That you're sisters but thank you
as long